Hi guys, welcome back to Pocket Counselor. I'm Mike Robb, your host. Happy to have you back with us today. If you like what you're listening to, hit subscribe. As a reminder, you can find Pocket Counselor pretty much anywhere you find great podcasts. I know we're on Apple, uh, Spotify, iTunes, the whole nine yards. So uh, definitely hit subscribe on whatever platform you listen to us on. And uh, you can get all of our content going back to the original episodes uh, live right now. So definitely go back. I have them organized in such a way that I try to have the title be descriptive enough uh, that you're not going through, you know, 800 hours of content to find the one thing you're looking for. I find that annoying when I go through podcasts and uh, didn't want to do that to all of you. <clears throat> so, I hope you survived Thanksgiving well. It's uh, been, what, a little over a week since we last did an episode here. And uh, big news, I put the Christmas tree up. Have you put yours up yet? I always wonder. Some people do it like the day after Thanksgiving. Other people uh, wait a little bit longer. Anyway, that's the biggest news to happen to me. It's uh, it's very exciting. So, anyway, let's move on to the actual topic at hand. And just a quick reminder, you can always tweet at the show at MikeRobLMHC. That's Rob with two Bs. And today I wanted to talk to you all for a minute about one of the most uh, powerful tools for dealing with anxiety. And for many people, they don't realize this, but genuinely, and this isn't a cliche or a joke or anything like that, it's uh, right under your nose breath that is single-handedly the most effective tool that I have as a clinician and as a human to help people with their anxiety. Now, you know, for the one person listening to this podcast, keep that to yourself because if everybody knew you know, breath and uh, minding your breath were the cure for anxiety. A lot of clinicians out there would be out of a job. But today, I'm going to show you, well, I'm not going to show you. I'm going to tell you a few very simple techniques that you can use anywhere to help your anxiety and here's the really cool thing, especially if you're maybe a little anxious. Nobody knows you're doing it. So here's, for a lot of people who come to my practice or with whom I work, they have a 
stereotype in their mind of what breathing techniques are like. And it doesn't fit what they want to do, something like that. And I tell them, well, no problem. We don't have to, you know, get into meditation here, anything like that. All I do is explain a little bit about how deep breathing, relaxed breathing, many of the techniques that I'll share with you lead into changing your body's nervous system from one setting, which is fight or flight, into more of the parasympathetic nervous system, which is for healing and repair. And as far as I'm aware, and definitely let me know if I'm wrong here, this is the only way that we have available to us that switches over your body's nervous system. And which which uh, system it's kind of running on. Sort of a cheat code, if you will. So I explained that a little bit to them. And then what I like to do is just say, you don't have to do any fancy practice. All you have to do is if you just sit in a chair or anywhere for that matter, and for three of your exhales, extend the exhalation by a couple seconds. So take a minute, look at your own breathing. You're going to notice, and this is true for all of us, but especially if you're feeling some anxiety, is that your breath is kind of shorter and choppier. If you kind of make it look like you're whistling and breathe out just a little bit more, fully empty your lungs for three breaths, a magical thing is going to happen. You're going to get a lot of the benefits of a more complicated breathing technique. And the way it works is what's going to happen is that by extending your breath, you're naturally going to inhale more. You didn't see that coming, did you? See, we, we tricked you. So this is a very simple technique for kind of resetting the breath and getting it back to a, a baseline of health and a natural rhythm. And you'll feel better too. I guarantee you if you do it three to five times, you will feel a difference. And I've done this with people. I have them wear what's called a pulse oximeter. It measures your um, blood oxygen saturation. It sounds super fancy. You can get it for 10 bucks at... Uh, whatever pharmacy wants to sponsor me. Uh, and it measures both the oxygen level in the blood, but also your pulse. And people, let's say their baseline pulse is 80 to 100, somewhere in there. I've seen it lower in just three to five breaths by at least 20 to 30 points. 
bringing it down to a very relaxed, normal state. So that's a powerful technique to use. It's one I use. Even though I'm not someone who's prone to anxiety, I do find it helps just in terms of kind of clearing the thoughts out, focusing. It's just a fantastic uh, technique and tool to use throughout the day, and it's very relaxing. The other thing that's important to try to do, second technique, if you will, follow along with me. So if you're, don't do this if you're driving, you know, all that stuff. But if you're just sitting, listening to the show, put one hand kind of on your chest area, one hand right around the belly button. And notice which hand rises first. Now, by a show of hands, most people probably felt the top hand rise first. And that's not uncommon. I would say at least 70% of people breathe more with their chest. And if you breathe breathe by pushing the abdomen out first, you'll be engaging your diaphragm and getting a naturally richer, fuller breath that's going to bring a lot more of that wonderfully oxygenated blood and circulate it throughout your system creating more energy, creating a better breathing pattern. This is how babies actually naturally breathe. You're born breathing properly. But for whatever reason throughout life, we learn these kind of bad habits of breath. So try to be breathing more with your belly. It's a good habit to get into, even if you don't do it all the time. You know, maybe take five minutes a day and try it that way. So the final technique I want to talk to you about is it's actually the least invasive of any of these. And you don't actually have to do anything except focus on your breathing. So you could set a timer on your phone for two minutes, five minutes. And what you do is just notice what your breathing pattern is like. Notice if you're carrying stress anywhere. I've done this and a lot of times it's uh, very uh, concerning in a way where it's like, wow, I didn't realize how kind of choppy or labored my breathing was there and just by bringing focus and awareness to it it naturally kind of regulates itself gets into a smoother healthier pattern so those are three very simple techniques you can do pretty much anywhere anytime of course use common sense but there are techniques that I teach to uh, quite a few of my clients, and especially if you're dealing with some anxiety, whether it's a more generalized anxiety, maybe it's a specific phobia, whatever it is you might be dealing with, these 
breathing techniques and tools, coping skills, they will all help in some way or another with that anxiety. So I hope you liked this. If you did, hit subscribe. Listen to some of my other podcast episodes. And, you know, we're going to try to keep doing some more of these coping skills in the next episode as well. And uh, hopefully it helps some people out there. It's good stuff to know. And it's also very important to have a wide variety of skills available to you. You know, you don't want, like a toolbox, you don't want just a hammer to do everything. You need multiple types of tools. And it's the same with coping skills. You need different coping skills depending on the different situations. All right, so that's it for me. And that's it for this episode of the podcast. I appreciate you all joining me. This is Mike Robb, and we'll see you all right here again soon on Pocket Counselor.